Welcome to the Amazing Clarks Podcast on the Black Love Podcast Network. My name is Anthony Clark. And I'm Melanie Clark. And we are the, the Amazing, Amazing Clarks. Clarks. We're both award-winning certified life and love coaches and a husband and wife duo that have been coaching together as a team for 22 years and that have been passionately in love for 30. They call us the Amazing Clarks because we empower people to live amazing lives. And you're joining us here for our Love Revolution, where we discuss ideas and concepts that help us love ourselves and others more, because we need more love That's in right. the universe. And no matter what level you own, we're here to take you higher. Yes. So we got another great episode for you guys today. We're tapping into five love languages. Series. Series. Mm-hmm. And the first one we covered was affirmation. So if you guys didn't check out that episode, go back and check it out. Mm-hmm. And today we're going to talk about acts of service. Yes, your acts love language, service. Anthony. That's right. So there's five love languages, mm-hmm. not four, not three, not two, not <laughs> one, but five. Yes. Real quick, let's go over them, even though we're going to cover that one, just so people know. Okay. And love languages is from a book that was written by Dr. Uh, Dr. Gary Chapman. Right. And it's just how people receive love in different ways that you can make them feel more loved. And everybody has their their main love language that they prefer. Yes. That makes them feel the most loved. So it's affirmations, acts of service, gifts, physical touch, quality time. Good job. And you so, remembered all of them. I'm impressed. Melanie, I'm smart. Yes, you are, I am Anthony. not just sexy for you. I'm <laughs> smart too. The smart is what got me. That's sexy right. was second, babe. But before we jump into that main topic, we're going to catch up with the clock. So baby, what's new and exciting that you want to share with the listeners? What have you been up to? Well, it's been a crazy busy week. We left visiting my family in Fresno and went back to LA with the kids. And I have been seeing clients and been doing team meetings and loving it. I love my clients. I love doing team meetings. Mm -hmm. But you know what I noticed? I'm tired. After being in North Carolina at such a slow pace of Mm -hmm. movement, coming back to LA and being in traffic on the 405 and running around Uh, and everything that you got to do to do your work was exhausting. But mm -hmm. I loved it. It was fun. I'm enjoying the kids. And we're staying with Evan this time. I'm enjoying spending some quality time with Evan. And of course, we're splitting our time with Nicole because, you know, Nicole's the Mm -hmm. oldest. She mama baby. Baby. Yes, she's daddy she baby she wants us as much as possible so spending time with her and ryan has been amazing as well and then we have some scheduled time with tony mm-hmm. to do some things so just enjoying family the kids you my work but i'm ready to go back to my slow pace north carolina and chill with you yeah i feel you i feel yeah. you you know when even though the initial reason for coming to california was for the funeral mm-hmm. and i was in fresno I also really, really need to see the kids. Yeah. I mean, I had like a physical like knot in my chest. Like I missed them so much. Yeah. Well, you and, didn't go last time when I went, so I've seen them and right. you haven't. So when we first got with them in Fresno, mm-hmm. when they stayed at the Airbnb with us, that really, I could like feel my heart just like Aww. thawing out. It was like, ah. Yay. I was waiting to exhale. Mm-hmm. And, I love uh, how you love our babies. And, and you know, it's something weird about being in Fresno though for me. Hmm. Because I went there... I, I went to school there, and that's when I met my first wife, mm-hmm. and that whole thing with the twins and this and that, and yeah. ended up not being mine. If you didn't know what I'm talking about, people go back to previous episodes to <laughs> learn more. It gives me a sense of anxiety when I'm Ooh. there, and I was analyzing, going, why do I feel so much anxiety when I come here? And I realized that even though I made peace with the twins and everything that happened with the divorce, and mm-hmm. there's this energy of this alternative l- 
dimension. It's like what my life could have been. Mm-hmm. I could have stayed in Fresno. Right. I could have stayed in that situation. And it's a depressing town for me. Uh-huh. And my <laughs> life would not nearly be as great as it is now. And it's like a ghost. Like you could have, you could have been this. Right. And they just like, oh, oh, okay. Dodge that. Dodge that. I'm ready to get out of here. Right. And so it was nice to get out of there. Uh-huh. Go to LA. Be in LA now. Right. Hang with the kids. Sunshine, freedom. Life is good. Yes. Wow, that's interesting. I didn't know. I mean, I know that when we're there, we have a lot of memories. I mean, a lot of our past is there, but I didn't realize that it caused you anxiety. I know you didn't like it, but I didn't realize that right. it was causing anxiety. Not major anxiety. anxiety. It's just, you know, and it bring, comes to my attention. It's like, oh, okay, let me deal with it. Let me change my perspective. Let me fit, dig into it, see where it's coming from. Yeah. Don't run from it. Don't fight it. Understand it. Embrace it. Yeah. And that's what I did. And I, I kind of look at it like I'm grateful that I had the courage to move away and mm-hmm. live the life that I'm choosing for myself and not just where I started. Right. And the kids feel the same way, too. Yeah, They're like, whoa, definitely. my God, we're so grateful you left because then we <laughs> left. And we can imagine being stuck there like everybody else. Yeah. And uh, nothing against people that live in Fresno. No, you know what I'm no, saying? No. For some people, it's, it's a great place. It's just not our vibe. It's just right. not our vibe. For some people, it's a great place, but it wasn't a good vibe for, for us. Yeah. So, not we, permanently. Yeah. 100%. So. Acts of service. That's right. So, Anthony, that is your predominant love language. Mm-hmm. Why Why do you think that is your predominant love language? Well, before I jump into that part, I just want to give people a little backstory okay. about our situation with that. Okay. When And this is how it works, people. Everybody's going to have their love language that they prefer out of the five. They're going to have their favorite. Mm-hmm. But everybody, I've found, likes all five to some degree. Right. For example, gifts, I mean, I appreciate it, but it doesn't mm-hmm. make me like, ah, I don't yeah. feel like that. Feel right. like it doesn't do it for me like that. The ones that do, I access service is my number one. Mm-hmm. And when we first started dating and I would do access service for you, <laughs> but then you wouldn't do them back for me. Right. It kind of had me in my feelings. Oh. And it was like, why is she not doing this? I'm serving her. I'm doing the stuff she needs. I'm taking care. I'm asked for service, but she's not doing it back for me. Right. Because that's how I show love, because that's how I feel loved when people do acts of service for me. Right. And I got into my emotions. And so I tell myself, maybe she doesn't love me or care about me the same way I care about her. Right. And you were oblivious to it. Oblivious. And then one day we had the conversation and it came up and I realized that, wait a minute, that's my love language that I like to receive, but I was doing it for you thinking you're going to feel and react the same way that I reacted. And when you didn't, it offended me to some degree. But then I realized that's not your love language. Your love language was words of affirmation. Mm-hmm. So it was like, oh, okay. Just because I like that, I can express it to you to let you know, hey, babe, I like it when you when right. I do acts of service for you or when you do acts of services for me. Right. So when you do that, that's how I feel more, more loved. And you explain to me, right, acts of service doesn't really do it for me that much. Mm-hmm. I like words of affirmation. It was like, oh, okay. So I got to make it a point to give you those positive words of affirmation. I love you. You're doing great. You're brilliant. Mm-hmm. You're wonderful you're intelligent you're successful <laughs> you're every you're my love yeah. and then you're like okay i'm gonna serve your plate i'm gonna <laughs> rub your back i'm gonna you get know your glass get your water. glass of water i'm gonna and right. so we once we did that it was like okay our communication was much better we both felt more satisfied and more heard and seen in the relationship more loved yeah absolutely right so now you were asking why do you think that that is your main 
love language. Hmm. You know, I think that growing up the way that I did, when I would ask for things from certain people, mm-hmm. especially my grandfather, he was a really grumpy guy. Mm-hmm. It would come with this big ordeal, big speech and, and, and complaining and rah, 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 rah. Right. And when he would do it, he would do it begrudgingly. Mm-hmm. And that bothered me. Ooh. And I had other people in my environment that did that as well. Right. So after a while, it's like, I'm not going to ask you to do shit for me. Ooh. I'll do it myself. Right. And then after that, I became very picky. I shut myself down from people. I kind of closed, but built a fortress around me to protect me from being hurt. Right. Because the pain of people treating me like that just hurt me. So I built the fortress around my heart. And then I was very picky about who I let come into my world. Right. But then when I did like you and I did, you did pass my test and showed me respect and showed me that you could give me that mutual respect back. Mm -hmm. Then it was like, okay, you're in my world now. Now, one of the ways I'm going to show you my love for you is by doing things for you. No matter what you you having to ask, without you having to ask, no matter what it is that you need, whether it's big or small, Mm -hmm. whether you want me to help you move. Right. You're uh, great at that. Your house. (laughs) Help me move. You help me you want me to help you move a body right. whether you want me to help you you know no matter what and i was right. like this is how much to cook i love or to you clean you'll, right. you'll get in and do anything that needs to be done right. and then the people that i love the most did that back for me right and once you do that back for me it's like okay it's on we got i got you you got me you showed me that you love me right so that's why i think acts of service is so important to me because i'm showing you how i so that's Which the conclusion. That's the conclusion you came to in childhood that mm-hmm. that your grandfather making a big fuss about ever having to do anything was not love. Right. And it didn't make you feel love. So you decided that love is doing things right. for people or, without all of that. Or if I did something for you, then it comes with a price I have to pay. Yeah. Or now you owe me. Yeah. And Ugh. it's like, no, I don't I don't want to forget it. Then I don't want it. I'll yeah. do it myself. Yeah, so I was very of, picky about who I did that for. Because I didn't want to be, in, I don't want to owe anybody, and I don't want anybody to owe me. Yeah, it was just do it out of love. I think it's so important to understand why we need to be loved the way we're choosing to be loved. So thank you for sharing that. I'm sure there's a lot of people that experience that as kids because parents used to do a lot of that. Like it was a mm-hmm. big ordeal to do anything for you or they yelled at you when yeah. you asked for something, all that yeah. yelling and mm-hmm. I'm busy and just do it. You know, that makes kids feel like you don't love me and mm-hmm. that you have to prove your love. You know, what's interesting about that as you were talking, I was thinking about when we were dating, because you said when we were dating, you know, you would do acts of service for me and I wasn't really doing them for you, which I was completely oblivious to. But what I remember was thinking in dating that I was not going to do things for you because you're not my husband. And I was getting to know you and I'm not just going to be cooking for every guy that I date. Mm -hmm. And it was almost like a conscious, subconscious withholding. Yeah. Like I, I definitely was, see that. Yeah. Like I was kind of consciously withholding, but not knowing why. Mm-hmm. And I think subconsciously as women, we don't think you deserve to get acts of service from us until we're married to you. Like that's hmm. the goal. Because as soon as we moved in together, we weren't even married. We moved in together. Then it was like, yeah, of course I'll do that stuff. Mm-hmm. But if I'm dating you and we don't live together and I don't know what you're doing, you might have mm-hmm. other girls. Well, I knew you had other girls and stuff. 
I was like, I'm not doing that for you. You're not mine. And I just find that really interesting that mm -hmm. maybe in dating, there's still a lot of withholding and not doing things for other people. So if you're dating someone and their love language is acts of service and you don't know that and you're withholding, then you could miss an opportunity. Right. And I didn't ask you to do that neither. Yeah. Because that's the, that's, the, that's the catch there. Yeah. That's the setup. Yeah. That's the setup. Yeah. You got to communicate. The setup is like, okay, if she loved me, then she will just do yeah. it because that's how I am. Yeah. It's that and, watching that, like, let me catch you. Let me right. catch you. See and, if and you it, really do. And it, yeah. And it wasn't even consciously like going, I know. Like, oh, I'm going to intentionally see. Mm -hmm. No, it was just like after a while, like, wait a minute. Well, that's what's so interesting about it is as human beings, we're operating on so many levels and we have behavior and reactions and beliefs to things that we don't even observe in ourselves. Mm -hmm. And, you know, part of love and dating and marriage is another person is a mirror for us. Mm -hmm. We'll see ourselves in them. You mm -hmm. know, like you looking at me going, she's not doing it, but I am. Right. You saw yourself in that. I'm showing up and doing these acts and you were a very thoughtful dater. Like I have to say that you really did acts of service. I remember you planning dates. Like one time you took me to a jazz concert and you packed a picnic and you had everything put together and you did all this work to put it together. And I'm sorry, I didn't really appreciate it that much because it was like, what? Uh, I'm, what? I don't really, I don't really like jazz, but what? I like being with you and I like talking to you and mm -hmm. I like kissing you and I love the <laughs> physical with you, right. but I didn't really notice the acts of service because right. it wasn't something I experienced a lot. I didn't, I didn't even notice it. But as I got to know you, then I realized, right. and looking back, I can see all those times you were showing me that you were into me through your acts of service, not words. I was looking for words. I was worried that you didn't, weren't into me because you weren't saying it. Right. Does that make sense? Because yeah, words sense. was yeah. mine. Yeah, that makes so sense. So interesting how that affects our dating life. You know, I thought about it because I've thought about my love language and being acts of service. And I thought, is that one of the reasons why I like sex so much? <laughs> but, then I, but then I thought about You're it. No, me? But, but, but here's the thing. I thought I realized that I love you. That I, I couldn't connect the two mm -hmm. because if making love to me, having sex to me is an act of service for you. <laughs> it's like, then I don't want it. Yeah. That... I, I don't want it. So it was like, no, I don't like that. So acts of service wouldn't include, you know, sex unless I was trying to like, you know, Hey, can you, Get this gerbil and tie it, just tie around the tail. Oh, you're doing I way you too die. much now. Yeah. You're doing and way so too much. That made me realize, like, no, I don't, I can't connect it to sex. So, well, I, I mean, in a way, you that's could. more, that's more, I think, um, physical touch. Well, I will say this in a way, you could connect it because lovemaking is a production for you. Like, you want it to be nice, you want to make sure that I'm pleased you want to make sure yeah. that the environment is beautiful you want the vibe the mood like that's an act of service not every guy puts effort into that right. a lot of guys are just let's do it so i would also say love making falls under physical touch so there's a little bit of acts of service and physical touch because in love making we're wanting to please each other if you really really love someone you're really concerned about their pleasure so i could say love making could be an act of service why do you think acts of service wasn't yours? Because I didn't experience a lot of that growing up. Hmm. 
I had to do a lot of things for myself. Mm -hmm. I had to take care of myself and I didn't have a lot of people saying, let me do this for you. Remember, I spent Right, but I didn't either. So I'm just saying like, I was curious. Like, I, how think, it's, I think it's perception. Mm -hmm. I think it's perception. When it comes to any topic, think of it like this. Whatever the topic is, you're going to say either I'm going to do that better or I'm going to avoid it altogether. Yeah, you just want a different path. Different you just route. want yeah. a different path. So I, when I look back at how I perceive things, I kind of said, I'm going to do the opposite of this. Whatever I didn't like growing up, I was going to do the opposite. Where some people actually go into that thing and go, well, mm -hmm. I'm going to be that. That's what I am. So it's just perspective on it. But, but do you appreciate it? Like, for example, if you had something to do that you need help with, and yes. then you had a friend that was like, I got you. And they'd right. come over and they'd help you handle business or take clean out house or whatever it was. Does that make you feel like, oh, I really appreciate that. Does that make you, it's like, eh. I actually sometimes feel uncomfortable with those types of things mm. because I'm used to just doing it myself. And sometimes I just want to do it myself. Right. And also I will feel that feeling of now, is there an obligation? Now do I owe you? There's a lot that goes into acts of service for me. But then I think that that's a slippery slope because sometimes if you're the one that's always doing it, because that's kind of what I mm -hmm, ran into. Mm -hmm. After a while, it's like the story comes, I got to do things for everybody yeah, else yeah. and everything's on me and I am, mm -hmm. and you overwhelm yourself and you feel frustrated and then you shut down and you feel cranky. Mm -hmm. And it's just because if you don't allow others to do for you, it's like receiving. Yes. I was just going to say, right. we did a whole episode with, on receiving right. and I talked about that where I did have a problem receiving. So therefore acts of service weren't always easy for me to receive. Right. And a lot of people have that issue. Mm -hmm. They like, they, they like to give, mm -hmm. but they're not able to receive. They can't receive it. Right. Back. And I was like that too. For yeah. me to receive, I have to really trust you, but yeah. I'm not going to give to you like that until I really, really trust, trust you, you anyway as well. Yeah. Well, I, I would say if your love language is acts of service, do a little check on your ability to receive because if you want to feel loved, you have to be able to receive it. And that doing, doing, doing things for other people and not receiving it will make the person that loves you feel like they're not getting through to you, right. that that connection is not there. Good so, job. Good job. But um, I'm better at acts of service no, you, you got, and I'm better at receiving. I've grown because of your love, Anthony. Right. You've really taught me that and I appreciate right. that. Thank you. And uh, you definitely have gotten a lot better. Thank you. And I definitely <laughs> notice it. Thank I know you. you've gotten so much better now that I notice when you don't do it. Uh -huh. So like sometimes you'll go, you'll get up and uh -huh. the majority of the times you'll, if you go get something to eat, you'll mm -hmm. bring me back a plate too. Mm -hmm. And every time I get something, I'm going to bring it back to you. Yep. But then sometimes you just cut back in the room, you're chewing on something. And I'm like, <laughs> Hey, what's mine? What? <clears throat> she didn't. Whoa, wait a minute. And I got to remind myself, that's not her love language. Yes. Instead of me going down the road of, she don't appreciate me. I do everything for her. And little Anthony's triggered now. And this, it's like, no, little Anthony. Relax. Yeah. She just didn't think about it. And most of the time she will do it. And you, she, you know what? And she just, and she's not obligated to have to do it for me all the time either. That's true. And I have to remind myself of That's that. That's true. I feel like having children and being a mother, I lived in acts of service for mm -hmm. yeah, 25 makes years. Sense. Makes sense. And now that my children are grown mm -hmm. and you're a grown up 
and we're grown ass people, mm-hmm. I don't always want to do for others. I don't yeah. always like if I want to eat, I don't want to have to worry about, are you hungry? Do you want mm-hmm. a plate? Because I did that my whole life. And it feels really good to be like, I'm hungry right now and I'm going to eat right now. I don't have to worry about what Anthony's doing. So that has changed as we've had an empty nest. You know, that's one of the things why it's I love nest thing. Yeah, I, yeah. But I, as a father, it's the same way too. Mm-hmm. And I'm always doing as a father acts of service yes. and doing, doing, doing. Yep. And that's one of the reasons why I loved hanging out with Nicole. Mm-hmm. Because when we're staying at her <laughs> so house, great. she just com- constant acts of service. Hey guys, lay down. Here's a, here's a plate. Hey, let, let me serve you. Yeah. Hey, look, I'm making a dinner for you. Make this big, beautiful dinner. Hey, let, here's some dessert. Hey yeah. guys, let me drive you to the airport. Hey, let me. And it's like, girl, you are just speaking my language. <laughs> you are just loving me. Ugh. So yes. good. So it's, and I appreciate it. It's wonderful. So I love this discussion on acts of service. If this is your love language, there's a lot to it. Make sure that you're receiving. And, and if you don't feel like doing acts of service or someone else else doesn't feel like it. It doesn't mean that they don't love you, but you want to be aware that that is a love language. I notice when I don't do acts of service for you, Anthony, and I do them for myself. And I just tell myself, that's me loving me right now. And that's Mm -hmm. okay to do too. It's okay to love yourself, but also include your partner, your children, all the people in your life are going to appreciate some acts of service to a degree. I agree. Yes. You know what? What? That was a great episode. Thanks, babe. I think so, too. Good job. Good job. This is exciting. We got two two of them down. We did Afro Words of Affirmation mm-hmm. last one, last uh, episode. Mm-hmm. This time, Acts of Service. Yep. So, great show, people. Once again, thank you for hanging out with us. We love and appreciate each and every one of you. Yes. And if you guys are interested in coaching with us, then you can just go to the amazingclocks.com and uh, connect with us and we'll get you in there as soon as possible. Yes, if you guys are interested in becoming life coaches, you can check out our life coach training and certification course at the law of attraction lifecoachacademy.com. And last but not least, if you haven't gotten a copy of our book, Crack the Code, Secrets to Achieving Your Happily Ever After, then make sure you pick up a copy today at Amazon.com. So, on that note, thanks for hanging out with us, guys. There you go. We gave it to you. Now, what you're going to do with it? See you next time. See you next time.